0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Only the Resurrection podcast. This is Noah, and today I just wanted to share an article that I received from an organization called the Open Doors USA, which is their mission is to serve persecuted Christians all over the world. And so today they sent out an article about a persecuted Christian who is formerly in North Korea, and his name is Mr. Kim Tae Jin. And I would just like to read what they sent and also the prayer request that he has. So it says, Kim Tae-jin finds it difficult to talk. The contrast between his life in North Korea and his life now in Seoul is too great. The most difficult thing for me, he says quietly, is making decisions. Freedom of choice is unknown in North Korea. The party told us what to do. We were treated as a group, not as individuals, recalls Kim. As I got older, my doubts grew about the propaganda the government fed us. So just reading that, I think it's really surprising where he says the most difficult thing is making decisions. That freedom of choice is completely non-existent in North Korea. So I think just in America, just I'm very thankful that I have this kind of freedom, and so I pray that we all use this freedom of choice to use it for God's glory, that we use our freedom to follow Jesus and share the gospel. And so he goes on to say, oh, his story, With the hope of a better life, Kim fled to China. There he heard about Jesus for the first time when a Christian gave him a Bible. After four short months, Kim was arrested and repatriated back to North Korea, where he was sent to Camp Number 15, the dreaded Yodok Labor Camp. I was very afraid. Even though I had not yet accepted Jesus, I prayed. In prison, they beat me with sticks. At night, with only a thin torn blanket, I had to endure a plague of fleas and lice in my cold cell. Forced to wake up at 3 each morning, Kim's day was spent in hard labor. With so little food, he sometimes caught rats, snakes, or frogs to stay alive. I saw people dying of hunger and sickness, he says with with tears in his eyes. Anyone captured trying to escape was publicly executed. Prisoners were treated worse than cattle. One day, by chance, Kim met a Christian I never expected to meet Christians in Yodok. The man was the leader of a group who called themselves the Community of Love. He invited Kim to confess his sins, but he refused, fearful that if discovered, he would be tortured. Kim quietly adds, one day an informant betrayed the group. I watched as they grabbed hold of my friend's arm so tightly that it lost circulation and had to be amputated. After that, he and the other Christians were sent to an even stricter camp. You do not get out of camp like that alive. Kim's last day in Yodok was April 10, 1992. Escaping again from North Korea, he crossed the border into China where he met a Christian. It was there that he finally accepted his word as truth and was baptized. Today, Kim lives in South Korea. He uses every opportunity to talk about North Korea, especially about the Christians. My personal message is this show an interest in my country, pray for it. We need your support. So, while reading this, I believe just that God gives me that heart about thinking about our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted for just for being Christian, just for believing in Jesus as Lord they are being persecuted and what amazes me is though that Christians still will proclaim the gospel they will still confess Jesus as Lord and will not deny their faith even in the face of persecution even in the face of death and so looking at these I'm just reminded of the apostles that they No matter what kind of persecution, no matter what kind of threats they faced, they boldly proclaimed that Jesus is Lord and God and that He rose again. So the hope is that no matter what happens, we have eternal life. We have everything. And so, especially as Christians in America, we have freedom to read the Bible, we have freedom to talk about Jesus, we have freedom to proclaim the gospel and pray. So again, I'm reminded that because we have this freedom, let's use it to the full. Let's give our all to share the gospel, to pray, to lay down our life, just like these men and women are laying down their life. And so the prayer request that he asks for is that for protection for Christians in North Korea, that they have opportunities to discreetly share the gospel with friends and neighbors. Pray also for the growth of the underground church in North Korea and for Christians who operate safe houses in China and help refugees. So again, just pray that the Christians in Korea and especially North Korea might be released. They might be freed. And we pray for the leader, Kim Jong-un. No matter what kind of terrible things he he has done, we ask God that he might lead him to repentance just like he led Saul of Tarsus to repentance. So no matter what the situation is, we just ask God that he would work and that his will might be done. But again, let's remember our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted. Let's remember them and really be grateful and thankful for the freedom that we have here. And because of that, let's lay down our lives and share the gospel, and live out the faith. Amen. Thank you so much for listening, and please stay tuned for more as we read God's words, and we share what's going on, and we talk about the evidence. Thank you.